Welcome to the Cover 3 Podcast with your hosts, Chip Patterson and Barton Simmons. It's your call for the best college football coverage. From National Signing Day to the National Championship and everything in between, CBS Sports presents the Cover 3 Podcast. And welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast here on CBS Sports, January 31st. Happy Thursday to you. Uh, The transfer portal has been all the rage, and that's why, cue the music. We are pleased to introduce to you and welcome you to the 2019 first annual Transfer Portal Draft. That's right, guys. Uh, Barton Simmons, Tom Fernelli. Gentlemen, this is going to be a monumentous day in the world of January college football content, I think. Yeah, th- this is either going to be the inaugural transfer portal draft or the the first and only transfer portal <laughs> draft. This is either going to be really awesome or a complete disaster. We'll find out, but I think it'll be fun to figure it out. I just like the synergy as we're doing the transfer portal draft on soccer's transfer deadline day. Yeah, I just I think that's great timing on our part. You really messed us up when you said that. <laughs> Barton and I are on the group chat like, wait, there is a deadline today? What? Yeah. Yeah. You non-soccer fans were confused. <laughs> My head was exploding. I was like, how is that possible? Can't you you like, simple can't... Americans. <laughs> But uh, as as a matter of uh, point of order, I, I do want to call some attention before we get into this. 24-7 sports has been all over this. Uh, the transfer portal that you don't need a login to access. Well, you can find that at 24-7 sports. And then this week, Barton, you led the charge in a... In a meticulous re-ranking of uh, some of the prospects in the transfer portal, releasing your top 50 to get that process going. Um, and you've You've been in the thick of it this week. Would I? I feel like twenty four seven deserves some shine here. That y'all are all over it. Yeah, yeah. It, this is this is actually something I've been trying to um, push for a, a year or two now because it just the transfer stuff has just been it's been accelerating and uh, and finally we got the tech behind it this year to to get it rolling. But man, our tech team crushed it, just like knocking this thing out because this mysterious transfer portal that even some coaches don't have access to. They have to go through their compliance department. Um, we, we, got, we, we, are, we have our own transfer portal, 24-7 sports. No, no login necessary, no .edu email address necessary. Uh, and if you are sitting at a desktop right now listening to this podcast, follow along. Right. Get into the transfer portal. Figure out who you draft. But uh, it's, it's fascinating to see what names are popping up and where they're going. And Tom, I know that you were uh, really efforting to tamper your way into getting a few names added to the transfer portal. How are those efforts? <laughs> they're uh, <laughs> they're not going well. Okay, we've locked the transfer portal at the time of this recording. These are going to be uh, the player pool that we're going to be using. We are each drafting eleven player, uh, oh, twenty-two player teams. So we will have sixty-six picks in this transfer portal draft. Um, I guess I guess we got to jump right in right i mean do, do we throw i guess chip on the clock You're yeah the clock. We, we we randomize the draft order we'll do a snake draft and uh yeah is that who is, are, are you first chip let's let's do it then all right well in that case we need to you know call out to the 
the real spirit animal of the team. Moving forward, fire up chips. Fire up <laughs> chips. We are the team fire up chips. Thank you to Jim McElwain. And our first pick is going to be from Georgia to Ohio State. We're taking Justin Fields. He's the number one player uh, on Barton Simmons list. And I, uh, you know, we, we can get into the debate of quarterbacks once these first couple quarterbacks go in terms of how we wanted to rank them. I did have a contingency plan in case I was the third pick here in which case I was not going to take a quarterback. So we can you know, dive into that later. But I think Justin Fields, without a doubt, is the most well-rounded, polished player. Barton called him a player with a championship ceiling. He's number one in all of those rankings. And he is uh, the quarterback of the fire-up chips. You know, I was really hoping that, uh, that you guys would get seduced by what you've already seen and maybe go Jalen Hurts, maybe go Kelly Bryant. I was hoping Justin Fields would be there for me at three. Chip, I think you're going to win a national championship someday with Justin Fields as your quarterback. May not be next year, but it's going to be someday. When, I, you know, when, I, when, I, when those rankings came out, the initial rankings came out uh, that, I, that I released, there were still some haters being like, oh, whatever, man, Jalen Hurts has practically won a championship and you know, saved Alabama's season. You, you know, they, they, there's, there's a reluctance to – acknowledge how good Justin Fields might be from some people that have to see it to believe it. Uh, I really think we're going to find out how good Justin Fields is this year. And I do think he's going to take some time to, to develop and grow into that role. It's not going to be right out of the box, you know, instance baller Cam Newton stuff, but I think we'll get there. Um, and, uh, and, and so congratulations, Chip. Good pick. Tom, you want to take it? Number two overall? Uh, I'm setting the tone right from the very start. I am taking from UCLA linebacker Jalen Phillips, the mm. former number one player in his class. Wow. Mm. What, what's uh, any any hesitation on injury concerns? I mean, the guy basically retired earlier this year. Yeah, no, came out of retirement. It's it's a concern clearly, but I I can't pass up on the talent. I mean, I'm I'm looking to. I understand, like I understand why Chip's taking Justin Fields with the first pick, but the way I figure it, the way I'm approaching this draft is there are three of us, correct? Correct. There are, and we're each taking one quarterback, correct? Correct. There are 80 quarterbacks available. <laughs> <laughs> I would take Justin Fields too, but I feel like if I wait on my QB, I'm still going to end up with a pretty good option. I'm looking to fill out my defense and my lines first before I do anything. Uh, well, I think the what so J- Jalen Phillips leaving UCLA, uh, Miami seems to be a favorite for him. Uh, he was looking at USC initially and, and Stanford as well, but I see, it feels like this thing's pointing towards Miami, so that could be a nice little, nice little marriage um, with Manny Diaz down in, in South Florida. So uh, I lot, like it. A lot of Miami. This digging through the transfer portal, and this is you know I just. In, until this week and the preparation for this draft, you, you start to recognize that whether it's schools that pop up a lot for where players are leaving or schools that are popping up a lot for where players are landing, um, Miami, Miami, and it should come as no shock in the middle of a coaching change, Miami right in the thick of it for a lot of these players. Yeah, yeah, they are they are digging deep in the transfer market. Okay, so I'm going to go, I, I expect this guy to be available at three. Uh, I think that there are two quarterbacks significantly better than the pack. 
I'm going to go Jalen Hurts uh, as my quarterback because I think there's a steep drop-off after Hurts and Fields. And I, I think Jalen Hurts, it could be another Heisman Trophy winner for Lincoln Riley. Uh, I think he's, you know, and, and we'll see if he's an NFL guy. He's got to earn that this year. But, man, give me the give me the guy who's played for, what, lost two games in his career? Um, I'll take that. Uh, my next pick, I'm going a little bit less sexy here. Tom might approve of this sort of pick, I would imagine. But I'm going to go Parker Braun. Damn. Damn, yes. Georgia Tech. No. Mm. Uh, maybe the most decorated guy in the transfer portal. You don't see many of these. Like you know, two-time All-ACC, All-Conference, three, multiple years. Three-year starter. Uh, first, you know, first team All-ACC this year. Uh, I, I just uh, he's going to set the tone on my offensive line. Mm. So I feel good about that foundation there. He's another guy. Let's see. He. Parker Braun is visiting, um, I think Florida is a big one for him right now. Um, you know, he's he's going to be a guy that kind of gets recruited by everyone that wants a, a, an offensive lineman. But but Florida seems to be, you know, where he's got a visit lined up initially. And we'll see what happens from there. Goodness. Um, before we, I guess, I guess, Tom, we'll, we'll see when you take your quarterback. But I will, uh, I will agree that the on the on the draft board fields hurts and then you've got a little bit of you got good options tom you know you got your austin kendall out there your kelly bryant there's certainly options but uh no 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 doubt on the jalen hurts pick i'm right there with you barton yeah you know there aren't a lot of transfer qbs who have won national titles available no there are a lot of you know like the quarterback a quarterback the quarterback market in the transfer market though is better than most positions because yes. you can be like usually if you're transferring is because you didn't get enough plan time or there there's some sort of negative reason why you're transferring for the most part whereas quarterbacks look you can be a stud you could just be either one step behind whoever's better on your roster or you could be a really good quarterback playing at a power a group of five school wanting to transfer up so there are some options tom can wait if he chooses to, probably the last pick of the draft and, and, and pick a really good one, unless one of us wanted to run some wonky <laughs> offense just to just to mess with him. Yeah, the draft card just says skill, and so uh, th- there's lots of options for us to trot out these uh, two quarterback systems. Uh, Tom. You guys go right ahead. Okay. Because <laughs> with my next pick, I am taking from Tennessee on his way to Michigan, Aubrey Solomon mm. on my defensive line. Well, that's uh, that's problematic for the top of my draft board. So here's what I heard about Aubrey Solomon as I was as I was doing some research for the uh, my my rankings. Really talented. Uh, always seems to have an excuse why he isn't practicing. Uh, so you know you got you may have to sort of. Coach him under his tail a little bit, you know, <laughs> get, him, get him going. But you're a motivator, Tom. You know, I think you can you can get that done. Look, I mean, if the if the, if it clicks, he is a five star level talent. Um, and so I think Jeremy Pruitt's got a chance to make that thing click. 
All right, I will. Uh, I've, I've I've got to quickly start grabbing some of these uh, top players. So uh, from Oklahoma State to Nebraska, I'm going to solidify the interior of my defensive line with my number two defensive tackle on the board behind Solomon, and that would be Darian Daniels. Uh, is this a is it Frost and the staff? They're they're excited to get Daniels uh, on into Lincoln. Yeah, and I, I think that Oklahoma State's disappointed to lose him too. Uh, he's going to play a year with his younger brother who signed with with Nebraska who's who's on the roster there so uh, I think that's a I think that's a pretty safe uh, pretty good pick there I mean I'm going to the other side of the trenches uh, let's let's go ahead and let's get Jonah Jackson offensive guard transferring from Rutgers I gotta think that there's going to be a, a number of power five programs that are lining up hoping to get his commitment yeah I think that's a, yeah I mean that's a another I think those are the two Parker Braun, Jonah Jackson are really the two premier linemen out there in this in this one. I mean, Jonah's the one who's like, it's Ohio State, Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama. I hit up someone from Rutgers uh, as I was doing this to just say, hey, is this guy just a starter quality kid or is he an NFL guy? And the person I talked to said, he's an NFL guy. He'll be one of the best offensive linemen in the Big Ten next year if he were to stay. Wow. So – that's uh, that, there's a reason why all the big the big dogs are chasing Jonah Jackson, who was sort of the one of the lone bright spots for Rutgers, it seems. All right, Tom. Well, I guess I should start throwing up the U because I'm taking safety Bubba Bolden. I've got somebody at each level of my defense now in my first three picks. Wow, wow, you're putting together a stout unit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Under guy, of course, is solidifying the defense. I like that one. Well, the all right. So this is another spot where we talk about the different positions where it is uh, thin or deep on the transfer portal. Felt like defensive backs, which shouldn't be a surprise because uh, in defensive backs, particularly in modern football, there are you know five defensive backs on the field at a time. Oftentimes, not to mention uh, the rotations that you have to play with up tempo offenses. You're you're going to uh, you have quickly lessened. Uh, the talent pool at the safety position, Tom. I mm-hmm. think that I think that we're going to have to uh, we're, we're going to have to be taking some some flyers on some guys later because of that. That's you know that's the way I draft chip. It's based on kind of what you're saying. It's not just the overall talent. It's what's available to me. And I think that right now, yeah, when you look at the defensive backs that are available, it's it's definitely a shallower pool. So I'm trying to get the top end that I can before things get a little sketchy. And you know that I draft from our years of doing fantasy together. I just draft best available or whatever name I like from college. And that's why I always miss the playoffs. <laughs> uh, all right, Barton. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to go another – Bubba Bolden heading to Miami. I'm going to go another Miami guy. Um, I'm going to go K.J. Osborne, who transferred from Buffalo to Miami. And, again, I checked in with a, a, a contact at Buffalo. So what's the deal with this K.J. Osborne guy? Um, you know, has he got a chance to be any good? And the, what I, the response I got back was – He'll be an NFL guy, would have been the best receiver in the MAC last year if he had stayed. And and already the Miami people are saying that he's he's a hard worker in the in the winter session. So I'm gonna take KG Osborne, who I think is is probably the best receiver on the board. So I'm going I'm going offense here to start. And 
and I'm going to take the guy from who had 100, 800, or 800 yards receiving last year at Buffalo. Mm. That's, that one stuck out to me. I, I can't can't say for sure that uh, that I was I was feeling confident, but respect the pick and the research, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, whew, this is not all right. So this is a tough one here. I, I think what I'm going to do here, I, I got to start digging into defense a little bit, or else Tom is just going to bogart all the good players. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Manny Bowen, uh, the former Penn State linebacker. Basically, got kind of. I mean, has been dealing with suspensions and kind of got kicked off. The, I don't know if he got kicked off the team or he just sort of got suspended for the first few games this year and was just like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm just gonna transfer. So he took. He wouldn't play this year. He's going to Utah. Already dominating and looking great in, in, in winter workouts. I think Manny Bowen's an NFL guy. They'll get there one year at Utah. And Utah's got a. I mean, they, they seem to they seem to have some success with these rougher dudes. You know, they guys, those guys roll into Utah and come out there and 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 make it to the NFL and do okay. So I'm gonna go Manny Bowen. Is Utah is is Kyle Whittingham's Utah program like a boarding school boot camp? I think it is a little bit. I think it is too. You send you send him out there to get him straightened out and ready to go apply for jobs and make something of himself in this world. They roll out of there, you know, rocking up, you know, their first. They get their first suit there, you know, right. Come out looking sharp and all this, you know, just changed man. I'm, I, yeah, I'm with it. Uh, Tom. Okay, so I'm going to be running at three four. So, which means I need, I need, you know, like I drafted Aubrey Solomon. My plan is not to play him at defensive tackle; it's to play him at defensive end. And I need another defensive end that's a little larger. I'm, I'm taking Shamik Blackshear, who's mm. left South Carolina for TCU, to round out my defensive ends on my line. Uh, yeah, South Four Carolina TCU, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I had, that's another program at TCU that's. I feel like they've had a lot of at, at defensive line in particular. I feel like Gary Patterson's always digging up some kind of either guy that has been, you know, suspended elsewhere and gone JUCO and come back, or a guy that was talented but maybe didn't quite cut it somewhere and um, has made a made a chance to you know kind of kind of polish those guys up too. So I could see Shamik Blackshear doing some. Doing some damage at TCU. 6'5", 267, immediately eligible. Uh, Shamik Blackshear, the latest addition to the fight in Tom Fernelli's. Uh, all right. At the corner, we're going to start. I had, uh, I had Manny Bowen ranked right above uh, this player for my next, uh, my next move. Knew I wanted to get in on the linebackers. So I, I still feel comfortable. I'm, I'm excited to welcome Levi Jones. USC transfer who committed to NC State. He'll be sitting out a year, but in this fictional world, he's able to contribute immediately to my starting defense. I think that when you look at the top tier of linebackers, there's maybe four or five in the transfer portal, and I think he is one of them. And again, raw talent. Um, you know, think that he can bring a lot to to the middle of the defense right there. And so Levi Jones is uh, our first pick. We're going to keep it on the defensive side as we make the turn to the other side. And I think about not only the, the raw talent from the recruiting process, but also where you're going. And that's where uh, I see 
that at Colorado, Mel Tucker's identified some some players, and Mel Tucker's staff have identified some players that might be able to to have a second life and a sec a second chance uh, with the Buffs, and that's why I'm going to take Jontavius Johnson, defensive tackle. So double defense for Chip on the turn, Levi Jones and Jontavius Johnson. You you just stole my DT, Chip. All right. No, no, I'm not apologizing for it. You took Aubrey Solomon. <laughs> but I need John Tavius in the middle of my line. He's a big boy. He's a very Parker. big boy. I'm excited about John Tavius Johnson. <laughs> what did John Tavius Johnson do at Auburn? Was it I nothing? Mean, has he done much? I don't think so. All right, so you guys just feel like there's some untapped potential there, huh? I think that I if- mean, granted, he was playing – like there, uh, there's <laughs> – if you're not playing on that Auburn defensive line, that's not necessarily a, a you problem, knock. right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Uh, but that's uh, that's an interesting pick. I didn't see that one coming this early. Yeah. If, but, and, and all of a sudden, both of you guys are fighting over him. So, okay, what am I missing? Well, I wasn't, I wasn't planning on taking him this soon, but he was, he was on my board. <laughs> okay. All right. So, I'm back on the clock here. Yeah, yeah so I'm back to you. <laughs> I got to... I got to address the offensive line. So I'm taking from Illinois an offensive tackle who did not play in his freshman season for reasons that had nothing to do with his ability. I'm taking Larry Boyd. I wondered when you take Larry Boyd. Because you, yeah. you've got the Larry Boyd insights. So tell, yeah. tell, tell, what's, the, what's the Illinois spin on Larry Boyd right now? Because he was, for, you know, year one, true freshman starter. Larry Boyd seemed like he was going to be sort of the a foundation of the rebuild at Illinois and, and a great freshman talent. And then a lot of off field issues with old Larry. Yeah. They're still very, very high on his talent. They, they think he's got an NFL future yeah. or he could be molded into an NFL player because he's got that kind of frame, that base and the, just the talent and the athleticism that you would want. It's just, yeah, he's had some stuff off the field that he's had trouble dealing with, and he's, he was suspended for a bit this year, and they pretty much they just redshirted him after that. And from what I'm told, there there is a chance that although he is leaving, he could return as well. So, you know, that's kind of still up in the air. Yeah, the, that two years ago when Illinois like led the nation in, in freshman, true freshman playing time, I feel like half those guys are transferring now. So that 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 sort of building block year uh not 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 quite as impactful now the transfer market's hitting Mm. yeah but it's i mean i think it's just a situation where when you have like 18 freshmen playing if three or four of them are transferring you've still got the other 14 no doubt yeah all right what you got next no it's you that's me yeah all right okay let's see all right i'm gonna go all you guys are getting getting so defensive now i'm gonna i'm gonna get um, defensive as well. Trayvon Hill mm-hmm. from Virginia Tech, super athletic edge rusher. Another guy that you know, I'm not sure how much his coachability was uh, was in play. You know, he, he was had some, you know, got in the doghouse a little bit. But man, when he's on the field, you, you know it. He's another guy that could end up at Miami. Um, so the 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 early trend here for my team is. Really trustworthy, uh, hard-working playmakers on offense and just all edge on the defensive side of the ball. So I'm going to add Trayvon Hill uh, to my bad boy defense here. Difference maker. Yeah, yeah. That's you got to have a pass rusher. 
Um, next up, I need a guy to kind of settle all these guys down a little bit, you know, just to kind of police the defense. I need a leader back there. So give me Jordan Hayes, former starter at Duke. He's heading to UCF at safety. He's going to be my he's going to be my quarterback at the back ends um, and get everybody lined up and make sure everybody's showing up to meetings on time. Just just a high IQ guy. <laughs> you got to have a glue guy back there, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Tom. Uh, for my next pick, I'm going to outside linebacker and I am taking from USC Oluwale Batiku Jr. Mm. A former five star as well. Um, so you got, yeah, you got two kind of outside linebacker edge rush type guys, and Jalen Phillips and Wale Bediku. And man, that's you know, Wale was one of the more like I don't I can't figure out why he hadn't hit at USC. I mean, he just he had only played one year of football or maybe two coming out of high school kid from africa originally so maybe just it never has clicked but i don't know i feel like that that could be one that sort of like uh who was the kid that went to west virginia this past year um from usc on the defensive kenny bigelow line? bigelow yeah bigelow was sort of this usc bus and then he goes to west virginia and was one of the best defensive players uh so maybe that's maybe that's the the, the wally bedeke uh, future as well I got to take it back to the offensive line uh, for my next pick. I'm going to go to tackle. We're going to get Drew Richmond from Tennessee. Richmond, who was a pretty high, highly recruited player coming out of high school, Barton. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was a he was a five star by some services. We had him outside of the top 100, but still had him, you know, pretty high. The uh, coming out of Memphis, Memphis kid, and uh, and we, do we know where he's going? No, no, he's, but he's, uh, you know, he's definitely gotten, getting some interest. He is, uh, he's really athletic. He just, I think that took him a while to really have the maturity necessary. Um, and I think he just had to get a little tougher. And I think now with, you know, with them trying to rebuild that offensive line and they got some really good freshmen coming in at Tennessee, I just think he sort of wanted to get a fresh start somewhere, but I, he'll, he could be a, Solid starter for a Power Five team. I don't, I don't think there's any question about that. And then uh, on the turn for my next pick, I'm going to go uh, just just to the other side from. Uh... Wait, so he's going to hold on. Luke Ford has already been at two schools. No, no, no. Yeah, Luke Ford's heading. To, he's he is transferred from Georgia, heading to Illinois. Yeah, Luke Ford. Let's go. Let's go. I, there are not many tight ends that were jumping out at me, and uh, and so I know that I want to be able to have some beef. I know that I want to be able to uh, distribute the ball. I mean, Justin Fields. I gotta I gotta have a lot of options. I gotta have a lot of safety blankets. And so, uh, yeah, give me Luke Ford as uh, as we start the uh, the next turn of this uh, this round. Good pick. He was on my board. I thought I could wait a little longer. Mm. See what what you might not be considering is that I'm just uh, I'm gonna have nothing but walk-ons in the defensive backfield, and I'm gonna be sick everywhere else. <laughs> All right, Tom. Uh, I'm addressing my other tackle spot. I am taking Tennessee's Drew Richmond. Up oh, too late. Just took him. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Jeez, I'm I'm an idiot. I meant. 
Good to know that I you did. wanted him though. Get, yeah, I didn't uh, remove him from you're, my you're board war- in time. You got you got too many um, you got t- too many boosters in your war room distracting the process. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I messed my bad. I didn't take him off my board when you picked him, Chip. Then we're gonna move to my next tackle on the board. I'm going to take Theo Lacusa. From Arizona, mm. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not 100 percent sure. A lot All of, right. lot of Arizona on the uh, in the transfer portal too. Yeah, a lot of Arizona, a lot of Arizona State. Yeah, um, I guess those you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of new coaches looking for their for their guys. The old the old regime feeling pushed out. All right, so. I'm up. I'm gonna get back into the skills position. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Jalen Hurts a bevy of players to distribute to. Um, I'm going to go Jalen McCleskey. Damn. He is out of Oklahoma State. He's heading to Tulane, where his dad JJ McCleskey uh, is a is a coach, uh, former NFL defensive back himself. Um, I thought Jalen McCleskey. I mean, because this is one of the guys that was, you know, four four games in, preserve red shirts, transfer guy this year. Um, I thought he was going to have a breakout season this year as as a receiver for Oklahoma State. He had, I think, what like he's got eighteen hundred yards receiving for his career so far. Yeah, he, um, he was, and he was having an okay season too when he just announced yeah. he was transferring. Yeah, it was it was a little bit of one of the more random transfers. So I feel pretty good about that one um so i i got two really talented receivers i'm gonna go ahead and you know what all right i'm gonna there's still some live receivers i like so i'm gonna take step away from the receiver ben for a minute here i'm gonna go to keandre jones mm. former ohio state linebacker out of maryland uh, who's heading back to Maryland to play for Mike Loxley. I, I think he uh, just kind of got caught in the depth chart a little bit. He's, I think, still a really talented kid. Um, source at Ohio State feels like he's going to be a really good player for Maryland. So let's go Keandre Jones, and, and uh, I think that's a nice pickup for Maryland. Shout out Gonzaga. Shout out D.C. area. Uh, yeah. Tom. Well, I'm staying on the offensive line, and I am going with a guard. I am taking the Alabama grad transfer to Illinois, Richie Pettibone. The what do you grandson think there? of what? What do I think? I, well, I think no, that is he going to start there? Like, is that is Richie Pettibone going to be? I mean, I guess it doesn't take much to start for Illinois, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, am I wrong? Like, what do you like? Is that I don't? That's not exactly like a hot take, right? No, I think Illinois' offensive line was pretty good last year. If you look at their stats, were they? I, yeah, they all were right. one of the all top right. rushing teams in the country. There, Chief. Hey, no, I, right. I think right. I think that no, I, I expect him to start. I think that you know he's just as far as their their best offensive lineman last year was Nick Allegretti, a guard who is, you know, probably he was at the senior bowl, he played well at the senior bowl, is very likely going to get drafted. And I think that Pettibone is pretty much the Allegretti replacement, at least the stopgap, because they have talent behind him. It's just I don't think that that 
that they don't have anybody I think that they're really super excited about having to rely on in that spot going into the season. So I think they'd rather go. I think Patty Bone's got a very good shot of earning that starting gig simply because of, you know, I mean, he is a former four star. He was at Alabama and it wasn't that like he wasn't playing because he's bad as much as when you're at Alabama, the way they recruit their lines, you could be a very good player, but you kind of get lost in the shuffle because you're behind a bunch of five stars if you're just a four star. So I, I, I think he's a talented guy that's going to should earn a starting role, barring some kind of injury for Illinois this year. All right, our rosters are starting to fill up. But before I take this thing around the turn and keep the draft moving, check this out. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. All right, I'm going to address the defensive backfield finally uh, going with the cornerback position. I believe this might have been the top cornerback on Barton's rankings. If It was definitely one of the top two on my big board. Going with Harrison Hand, transferring from Baylor to Temple. So that will be uh, you know part of the Rod Carey regime here as the Owls move forward after the brief stint of Manny Diaz. Uh, this this past December, but uh, Barton Harrison Hand, what are the uh, what are the fighting chips getting? Well, he is super athletic, um, like an elite athlete. Came from Philly originally, or no, sorry, it was a New Jersey kid originally, um, and played a lot as a true freshman. Had a pretty good year as a true freshman, but for whatever reason, kind of playing time dwindled um, in twenty eighteen. But I think the talent is still there. And Fran Brown, who was uh, one of the best recruiters for uh, Baylor, who is a New Jersey native himself, is is now the co-defense coordinator at Temple. And so, you know, kind of heading back closer to home for Harrison Hand. Like, that's one of those you always sort of wonder, all right, is this kid leaving because he's just not good enough? Or is he leaving for, like, legitimate reasons? Like, I think there's probably reason to believe this kid's still a really good player. But, you know, a kid from Jersey – in Waco, you know, it's not always going to be a a, a a match made in heaven. So, you know, this could be this guy wants to get closer to home, play for his old coach. See, that that is so much more legitimate probably than my next pick, where, where I just assumed that the coaching staff uh, had gotten so frustrated with what has been seen as uh, the potential to be a truly dominant player and yet uh, that has not always played out on the field. I believe – that we can bring the best out of him. And that's why I'm going to go with 6'4", 225-pound wide receiver from Penn State, Juwan Johnson. Man. Yeah, I know. It's a good pick. The thing about waiting on your skill position players is that the skill position players you really like tend to get drafted. (laughs) You got some big dudes now for Justin Fields to throw to. Yep. Juwan Johnson is a massive wide receiver. And you already got Luke Ford, who's like six foot five, three six six, you know, two hundred and fifty pounds or something. So uh, those dudes and, and Juwan Johnson's had some success. He took a step back this year after having kind of a breakout year last year. He just can't catch. Right, That's he's got no problem. ball skills. <laughs> yeah, if he can, if he can ever just get a little more natural, 
if he can keep on working the jugs machine, then that could be a steal. I, I just he's just he's just got bad ball skills. Tom. Oh, I'm once again going to be addressing my offensive line. I am taking the guard from Arizona to Oregon State, Nathan Eldridge. Mm, good pick. Man, your team looks awesome on the dock right now. No QB and no skill position players. <laughs> A lot of line. Oh. A lot this of line. Very, very on brand. Where do you build from? Where do you build your team from? You build from the lines out, folks. <laughs> I mean, this is so refreshing. Like, I can truly set my watch to to Tom Fernelli expectations. Like, of course, you're going to be defensive tackle, offensive line, no no quarterback <laughs> at, at like round twelve in the draft. Uh, we are going to um, actually be I, making a U on the on the spreadsheet, and the U, the dip in it's going to be Tom and his lack of quarterback and skill position players. <laughs> You'll see the method. We're going to have when it's all done. We're going to have our, our listeners vote on who has the best team and who's going to win at some point. And I feel good about you know, loading up on skill guys and, uh, and, and winning with sex and, and flash uh, instead of Tom's offensive line built three yards in a cloud of dust roster. I am uh, going to be mauling the hell out of your teams <laughs> in, on the line of scrimmage. That it'll Good be perfect luck. because when uh, people want to place bets on our fictional teams playing each other, Tom will be the contrarian play. The reverse line movement will go his direction. There's no doubt. There's no <laughs> doubt. Um, uh, yeah, Barton. All right. Speaking of, so I, I am going to get back into the trenches a little bit. Um, you guys aren't picking the offensive lineman that I want right now anyways, so I don't feel rushed. So I'm going to go defensive line. I'm going to make sure I have an interior guy. Zach Abercrombie out of Rice. There, there's a reason why the kid, the grad transfer out of Rice, is getting recruited by Texas and Michigan and Michigan State. I'm assuming they've watched film on this guy, and he's pretty good. I know he was like on the pro football focus, all CUSA team, first team this year. Um, so played on a bad team, but good player. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna. Th- throw him into the, my my defensive line as my anchor there all right so just, who's the tackle rice had recently that ended up in the yeah, guy went to well they, they just had a grad transfer that went to texas this year and started at right tackle for texas yeah but i mean a couple years ago they had a d, d tackle that it was like an nfl draft pick i can't remember his name they, i would have said rice has had some pretty decent interior linemen in the last few years yeah yeah they get those those smart guys out of texas that work their tail off and get big and mm-hmm. strong that you know um, <clears throat> all right, so I got that locked up. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go elsewhere here and I, I, I'll go defensive backfield again. Um, Yukili Ross out of USC mm. that, that he was supposed to be, or he looked likely to win a starting job before he kind of had a. He just sort of it feels like he just got kind of sidetracked this year. Um, had some run ins with the coaching staff, wasn't happy with playing time. He's still really, really talented. So I, I would expect Yakili Ross is still an NFL level guy if he can get it all pulled together. Um, so I, I'm going to go Yakili Ross and um, 
get two pretty good safeties on the back end there. All right. Back to you, Tom. You just took the top safety left on my board. But I, I am going to corner because I need a corner. And although he's not quite the mold as far as the size is concerned and what I typically would look for in the corners in my 3-4 defense, I'm relying on the talent and hoping that it, it won't matter. I am taking Nick Harvey. Mm. To All right. Ooh, do you, I mean, do you have doubt there? Good player coming out of high school. Yeah, but he just transferred to South Carolina from Texas A&M this past year. So I don't know. Like he, I don't know what he did this year. I didn't really, I hadn't really checked in. I guess he, I guess he played. Um, I, I don't know what kind of year he had. I did he, not, not, nothing notable. I just think it's a little bit of a red flag that he's one year removed transferring from Texas A&M. And now he's transferring out of South Carolina. Yeah, well, he's been looking for a winner, and guess what? He just found one. <laughs> uh, all right, let's. I'm going to go back to the second level, the defense. I'm going to take uh, from Louisville, transferred to Florida, Jonathan Greenard. Uh, that's a good one, man. I sort of forgot about him. Yep. High on, uh, high on the big board. Had him right there behind Levi Jones, Manny Bowen and Levi Jones. Ahead of De- Keandre Jones, actually. So happy, happy to sort of have uh, a good twosome right there at the uh, the linebacker position. And then, yeah, as the names continue to fly off the board, I'm going to go interior. And this is interesting because after going from Louisville to Florida with Jonathan Greenard, I'm going to go a Florida to Louisville player as Scott Satterfield will be welcoming uh, interior offensive lineman TJ McCoy from the Gators. So McCoy will be uh, my next pick. Interesting. All right. Hmm. Well, let's see here. I need a middle linebacker. I'm taking... I'm taking Avery Roberts. Hmm. From let's see, yeah, from Nebraska. From Nebraska, he's going to Oregon State. Former four-star recruit. Yeah, I mean, he he was one that is, I, I think, just was a little bit on the didn't get in good enough shape. Did you know was maybe didn't buy in quite enough with the new coaching staff. He's heading to his old the coach that recruited him, Mike Riley. A lot of Nebraska to Oregon State guys yeah. these days. Um, so I still think there's some, there's a lot of upside there, uh, for, for him as well. Man, I'm just, I'm just gonna let him flow to the ball, make some tackles. Don't, don't override him with too much stuff. <laughs> just, just let him ball. Uh, all right, Barton. Oh yeah. My turn. Okay. Um, all right. I feel like I, I, I need to start digging back into my offensive line a little bit here. So I'm going to go Ryan Alexander. Um, He's out of South Alabama. He is a guy that was a he was an all conference player at South Alabama. He's getting plenty of attention as a transfer recruit. Um, so I'm going to take an all Sun Belt talent and plug him into my offensive line. Um, let's see. elsewhere. I'm going to go with. I'm a little worried that like Tom hasn't picked this guy yet, um, but I'm going to go Bennett Williams. I think he might be as good of a cornerback available as there is. 
right now I mean, he was an, ab- or safety or I guess defensive mm-hmm. back. Yeah, he could he could probably he, he was safety at Illinois, but I think he could honestly play both if he has to. Sort of a, that's sort of what my defense is is looking for. It's just athletes on the back end. I mean, he was a true freshman All American, wasn't he? Yeah, he he had a great freshman year. He was suspended to start his sophomore year. And when he came back, he was just kind of you know, he wasn't he he wasn't he looked rusty, put it that way. In his first couple games that he just kinda of got nicked up a little bit. And I think he just kind of felt lost in the shuffle or frustrated and he's decided to leave champagne yeah, and he kind of got kicked off the team too right yeah so so like i mean look this is this is not you better come into my defense like <laughs> with a little bit of you know piss and vinegar to you like this is you know this is not for the for the the meek so I will, I, he, i'll, I'll just say that you know it's without getting into it he got kicked off the team for one of those things that a lot of players get suspended and kicked off teams for that, in my mind, aren't really a big deal. Ah, uh, smoke. Yeah, smoke, smoke. Well, yeah, that's 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 what I'm that's what I'm get I'm picking up from you. And look, we got a great program at our program, uh, in our in our building, uh, to help guys with that have problems smoking too much weed. It's called don't drug test. So. <laughs> 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 We got him. We got. We're gonna have him squared away. Yeah. <laughs> NCAA just says you got to follow your your own drug program, and if your own drug program is we don't test, that is not a violation of NCAA rules. Yeah. 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 There you go. Uh, I guess so. Tom, back to you. Well, I guess it was bound to happen sooner or later. I'm taking wide receiver the big guy with a lot of talent who's a grad transfer from Florida State I am taking George Campbell Mm -hmm. just got mm, go ahead Bart I'm not a fan of of that one I think I think he was just a poorly rated guy coming out of high school I think he's he's another big he's a little bit like Juwan Johnson big and fast can't catch um we'll see though you know I mean he's he uh he might Maybe just was being poorly, poorly utilized at Florida State. Look, there's there could be a lot of offensive talent at Florida State that we come to find out in a few years, whether it's in the NFL or on another roster, that was just totally underutilized. Um, we'll see if George Campbell fits into that into that box. I'm gonna go uh, to a player who was uh, really strong at the FCS level and uh, he will be a graduate transfer immediately eligible in the ACC this fall from Butler to Miami, another part of the the Manny Diaz transfer portal U, TNM, the new Miami, going Tommy Kennedy. Yeah, that, that one, like Tommy Kennedy's one where he gets all, he was, get, he was getting a lot of buzz as sort of this uh, grad transfer that everyone was recruiting, and then, you know, I look up and I tried to do a little research on him. Look, I don't know, I'm not watching any film with Tommy Kennedy, but you know, he was, I think, either second team or honorable mention all conference in the Pioneer League. <laughs> so how good is he? <laughs> so it's like, yeah. So I'm like, look, I mean, I'm he's probably serviceable, but I played against Pioneer League teams. Like that's that's not that's you know he ain't playing in the ACC up there. Like who who were the first teamers if it wasn't Tommy Kennedy? So uh, hey, let's you know. He's, he's apparently he's expected to be a starting offensive tackle for Miami. So, and then uh, uh, find out rounding rounding out the offensive line where 
Uh, at this point, we really are looking for, you know, I, I'm like Nick Saban. I've gotten certain heights and certain measurements and certain, you know, hometowns and high schools that I'm looking for. And so from, uh, from Honolulu originally, he uh, was at Arizona and now he's transferring out. I don't believe we know where he's going to be, uh, but uh, Michael Elatis. And if I mispronounced his last name, I apologize. But he fits all, all of the check marks for our search queries for offensive linemen. And, uh, and he will round out my starting five in the trenches up front on offense. Uh, that, that's a way to – your scouting department stayed on top of things. He's a, he was a – he and Lacusa were both like new additions yesterday to the portal, aren't they, huh? Mm-hmm. You guys are you guys are on top of it. We were we the, the the personnel department was up early this morning with some of its first really intense work of the day. Trying to get a jump on on things. All yeah. right, I'm about to fire a couple guys on my on my department. All right, Tom. Tom. Uh, I am taking a my second safety. I am taking D'Angelo Gibbs, who is moving from, I believe Georgia to Tennessee to. Yeah, though, yeah. you know, I, I've actually, um, I think, aimed to take him as a safety, though. Apparently, he's going to Tennessee to play receiver. Someone was just telling me that yesterday, um, which is interesting. But he was a talented kid coming out of high school. He's he's coming to Tom to play safety. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, this is the position of need, son. And if you want to get on the field, this is what you're playing. That's right. Uh, Barton. Um, all right. I'm going to go with, let's see. I mean, I'm, I, you guys are, are still not really touching any of the guys that I, I'm, I'm looking for on at the offensive skill positions. So, you know, because even though I don't feel necessarily pressured to do this, I'm going to dive back in here and I'm going to take Justice Shelton Mosley. Mm-hmm from harvard it pains me to do it <laughs> I know. i'm taking a harvard guy uh he is going to vanderbilt he was an all ivy league performer and actually a kid that had a bunch of power five offers coming out of high school i remember him he was a, a high three-star kid it was a big gift for harvard and is was sort of an all-purpose returner uh slot guy receiver you could give him the ball out of the backfield if you want to he's just a kind of a Swiss Army knife offensive threat. So I think he's got a chance to make some make some noise at Vanderbilt. So I'll add him to my really talented skill group. Um, and I will also add, let's see, I'll add another, another edge rusher. I'm going to go Addison Gums out of Oklahoma heading to Oregon State. Um, I think he got hurt this year, which is why we didn't see him much. But last year, you know, he kind of was, was starting to flash as a freshman. He had a really good spring game, I think, this past spring. Um, I, I, that's just a, a former four-star kid, and, and he's from Northern California, and, and he's kind of – I mean, talk, we're talking about Miami sort of building out with the transfer market. Man, Oregon State. Big time. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're doing some work. That's a highly rated player in your rankings too. Yeah, I had him as a four-star guy. So I think uh, you know it, it's still a little bit of a projection because we haven't seen him much yet. Right. But he, he's he had like twenty-five sacks his senior year in high school. He, he's a he's an athletic kid. Tom, before your next pick, 
quick break so the people can check this out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features ensure that you can take on any adventure. What kind of features? Well, how about the available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud? Or the standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together? How about available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone? We're always trying to think about those great spring and summer getaways, but with a car like the Hyundai Santa Fe, anywhere can be your next adventure. To learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe, go to HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Tom? I am taking another inside linebacker. I am taking from Oklahoma State, Patrick Macon. Mm. I don't know much about this guy. He wasn't on my board. Tell me about him. Well, he hasn't played a ton at Oklahoma State, but he was a high three-star coming out of college. So, you know, it's we're getting kind of late in the draft where we've got to look at what's available. we got to look at the talent. we got to see what we could what we could possibly mold out of him. I like his size at 6'3", 235. Maybe a bit, you can use him as a bit of a run plugger from the inside of my 3-4 linebacker crew. And I just, you know, I'm, I'm going to see if I could turn him into something. Respect. All right. <laughs> the, like, re- really digging into uh... – Really digging into the development side of things. All right, we're going to the defensive line first. I guess you know when when I think about the the different ways that we're trying to identify talent, and I, I mentioned earlier this was the case with all, all, also on the defensive line was John Tavius Johnson, where the fact that Colorado was was going to be on top of it meant that I was trusting Mel Tucker and that staff that you know their eyes saw something that I should also co-sign on. Well, I've, I've also uh, very much respected Dave Clawson and his staff and their ability to identify some good fits and some players that can, that can get in there and make real contributions even at an ACC level. So from ODU, which as we yeah. remember, uh, knocked off Virginia Tech despite being one of the worst teams in Conference USA – to Wake Forest, I'm going with defensive lineman Miles Fox. I like that pick. I remember Miles Fox from high school was just a little bit of a sawed-off fire hydrant kind of defensive tackle who was really good. Um, and I think he's had some pretty good success at ODU. So, you know, you, the, you feel good about the guys that are transferring up. Right. You know, if you're transferring up, that means that they feel like they've, they're better than, than where they've been. And uh, – so I think that that was one I had on my board for sure. And uh, so that I've got a, a, a real legitimate rushing threat in the backfield for the zone read with Justin Fields. I will uh, I'll, I'll go to the running back position and straight out of Decatur, Alabama, 5'11", 5'6", 200 pounds. Let's go Asa Martin as my running back. <laughs> That's literally who I was about to take with my next pick. He's number one running back on my board, and, uh, and it feels like as – 
as as everything's starting to dry up, I've solidified things on the offensive line. It's it's time that we make sure that and guys, I kind of feel like it's a thin running back. I mean, and that would make sense, I guess, intuitively, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it does look like a thin running back group. I'd agree, but that's and that's and Asa Martin. Basically, the reason he's transferring is Auburn screwed up and played him in one additional game they didn't mean to, and so he burned his red shirt for no reason. And he was sort of like, "Man, you know what? I'm out of here." Yeah. Uh, and so he's still, I think, while he didn't catch on quite as quick as he hoped for like a four-star running back, uh, I still think the folks in Auburn think he's a pretty talented kid. Do we know where he might end up? Uh, I don't think I've seen much on him yet. You would you would assume that a, a four-star running back is going to have his choice. Oh, no. Yeah. No, he's uh, he's another Miami guy. Boom. TNM. Let's go. I mean, all these guys. <laughs> well, uh, there's a high percentage chance that with just three teams drafting, one of us was going to end up with a lot of Miami guys. That's right. <clears throat> uh, all right, Tom. Man, you kind of just threw me for a whack. For oh man. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to put off running back for now. We are going to draft. Can you draft like? Uh, maybe you can draft six or seven offensive linemen. I mean, I'm thinking just about go. it. <laughs> just go like <laughs> old school single wing. No, we're gonna we're gonna finish out the secondary here. We're we're gonna take Marcus Lewis. He's still on the board, correct? Yes. Yeah, we're taking Marcus Lewis, former four star recruit. All right. Uh, oh, Marcus Lewis, the Maryland guy, huh? Yeah. I got you. All right. Um, he's got he's got good size. He's six one. I, li- so, you know, I, li- I like tall, long corners. Um. All right. <clears throat> so let's see. I'm gonna go with. I think at the. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go back to the offense or the defensive line as well. Um, kind of finish this thing out here. I've got. I was going to go Miles Fox, so instead I'm going to go Chigozi Naruka, who is from UCLA, former starter, heading to none other than the U. That's right, the New Miami. That's right. Uh, getting in, getting involved here. Um, just a guy that's going to help solidify my defensive front i think one of the you know maybe the best available defensive interior guy and i think he's got he got a chance to i think he'll play um next year in miami um and then i I might as well start filling out my offensive line as well so i'm gonna go with brock hoffman he's gonna be my center he's out of coastal carolina he's a guy that's trying to transfer up he is a guy that has been a all, you know, he's he's, a, he's been a two-year starter, still young, um, and I'm not sure if there's much. He's, he's visiting Virginia, Virginia Tech, uh, so I think he's, you know, for a guy that's coming from Coastal Carolina, it looks like he's going to head to the ACC. Uh, I like my chances there. Tom, I'm going to take a receiver, another big body, a kid who. Caught nearly had nearly 400 yards worth of receptions this year and six touchdowns for everybody's taking players that are transferring to Miami. I'm taking someone that's transferring from Miami. Larry, that's right. Lawrence, I'm taking Larry Cage. Lawrence Cage, <laughs> good like player. Yeah, really good player. Upside, you know, I think he's yeah he was 
it, it's hard to really knock a receiver that didn't put up a ton of yards in that Wait, Miami Malik offense. Rozier throwing That's, to him. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I think I think Lawrence Kazier could be a, a guy that has a breakthrough elsewhere. Um, I'm um, an, uh, Iowa State is one of the many schools ooh. chasing Lawrence Kager, uh, which, hey, they, they've they utilized big-body receivers pretty effectively. Yeah, they're uh, looking to fill so, that. Uh, that yeah, that'd be, that'd be a nice fit, I think. Mm-hmm. Georgia, Penn State also getting getting some visits from him, I think. You know, we talked about players that are that are moving up, and and this is uh, a lateral move in terms of the level of play, but but certainly a little bit of a step down. Though maybe it'll be going home, and so I I, I can hang my hat on that. That the the friendly confines of New Jersey are going to make Drew Singleton, the linebacker, feel a little bit more comfortable. Even though Michigan had opened up that pipeline from Paramus uh, to Ann Arbor, he was a part of that, but he was not the superstar of it. And so Drew Singleton, I think, rounds out my linebackers. And then at wide receiver, short, shifty, and unlike Nick Harvey, I'm not as concerned about bouncing from school to school to school. He started at Wake Forest. He was at Oregon for a hot minute. Oh, yeah. He's going to be back at NC State, uh, about 5'10", scat back, slot back. Give me Tabari Hines at wide receiver. I just missed – I mean, was – was supposed to be one of the top receivers at Oregon this year, but just got hurt. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's one I agree with you. I'm, I think that one is less less of an indictment. I think you can South, trust that a little so, bit more. You're telling me the kid from Florence, South Carolina, was a little bit uncomfortable in Eugene, Oregon? I'll, it's a long way away. I will accept that but as of course, an like, explanation. He, he's not, at this point, he's like a fifth-year senior. Yeah. So, you know, let's he's, he's, he's not he's – he's an adult now, you know. So oh. kind of, he had a, he had he had a job out west, uh, didn't you know? Didn't go well. He's he's, he's getting transferred back home. He's he's going to be the Hunter Renfro uh, old slot all star for this year in the ACC. Yeah, yeah. I think I think yeah, that'll, that'll work. Uh, Tom, uh, from my next pick, I am taking a guard, but he's going to be playing center for me. We're going to teach him how to snap the football. I'm taking Man. Jake Grant. Way to cross Utah. train. Interesting. So okay, my so offensive I, line is complete. So all y'all, so y'all filled up your offensive line. So that's that's nice. So I don't have to worry about my last two offensive line spots until a little bit later in the deal here. So I am going to go back to the skill bin. Um, I'm going to go with, I think the best running back on the board. Um, a little guy by the name of James Gilbert. He is heading to Kansas State. From Ball State, he was yeah. he's like five eight, two hundred pounds. He's a little bowling ball physical back, um, but he had like thirteen hundred yards rushing as a sophomore a few years ago. Um, injured most of his junior season, and then kind of had a, a a little bit of a soft reopening this past year, about six hundred yards or something. I think he breaks out again at Kansas State, a little better supporting cast. Uh, so I'm gonna go James Gilbert there. Um, and then uh, I'll try to finish things out here, get close to finishing things out here defensively. Um, let's see, I need another defensive back. I- I'm gonna, I'm gonna just dip back into the Illinois pool. I'm gonna go Cameron Watkins, mm. uh, a kid that is super athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, 
probably just a little bit raw. I'm not sure the circumstances of his departure, but I do think that there's a chance he could end up maybe at somewhere like Vanderbilt. He's a Nashville native, um, former Illinois running back Keyshawn Vaughn had a pretty good return to Nashville from, from Illinois and, and Cameron Watkins is actually his teammate. And he's a, like I said, he's a kind of a freak athlete. So I'm going to bet on the athleticism, let him play and, uh, uh, count on that development to continue. I, I just think I'm going to be a, a better staff at developing than, uh, than what we saw at Illinois. Yeah, he was, I mean, Illinois had a few guys transferring this year. Most of them were expected. He was not expected because I mean, it was he, Many people thought he would be competing for a starting spot this year. Yeah, I like to hear so that. That was that was not one that I heard. It's that wasn't somebody that was you know quote unquote pushed out, or that was unhappy. It's just I think that you know he's decided to go somewhere else. Like T- it, Tom. Uh, I'm taking a slot receiver. I'm taking Trevon Sidney from USC. Hmm. Another former highly regarded, highly rated kid. I'm, I'm banking on talent, baby. When it comes to skill positions, give me the talent. I will put them in a position to succeed. I'll figure the rest out later. Um, <clears throat> a recent addition to the transfer portal yeah, that I'm going to – my personnel staff jumped all over. I'm going to go with from Oregon State, uh, unknown destination as the process is still open. And he could end up going back to Oregon State. But I'm going Christian Wallace in the defensive backfield as uh, one of my selections. And then – we're going to return to the defensive line, and let's let's go to uh, let's go to another exodus from Duke, Chidi Akonya. Um, just just gonna trust that he's okay. Rounds out my defensive <laughs> line. <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to take Devonte McRae, who was on on my list uh, from Miami, Northwestern kid who was leaving NC State. Seemed like he was highly anticipated, could never really crack, even though that entire defensive line turned over. If you missed out on that opportunity, doesn't say a lot to me. Uh, Ruben Jones, I didn't want to take another defensive player after taking Christian Singleton that is on the Exodus train from Michigan. So I get down to my next name, and it's uh, Chidi Akonya. So uh, I hope that Chidi leads us to many championships here in our three-team league. Tommy? I am going to take my running back now. I, I want a big boy. I want a big boy who can bruise. And he's shown an ability to do that in the SEC, which makes him a little more valuable to me. From South Carolina, I'm taking Tyson Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's – really, it, was, it was Asa, Gilbert, and Tyson Williams. Those are really the three backs that I think are, are starter quality in the, in the portal right now. Um, all right. My turn. Uh, I guess I'm going to go with – so kind of on the fly here, I'm switching up my defensive system and philosophy. I'm switching here to a 3-4, uh, getting another outside linebacker type edge guy. Out of UConn, Darian Beavers, if you can drum up like five sacks in that UConn defense <laughs> where – there was nobody playing. Right. But this guy, I, I'm going to take it. Led UConn in sacks. I know it was the worst defense in the history of college football. Like, literally, it was the worst defense statistically in the history of college football. But uh, when you're playing on a bad defense, it makes things really tough to do your job. 
he's from Cincinnati area originally. He's transferring to Cincinnati. I like my chances with Darian Beavers getting it figured out here um, and having a good second run of it. Uh, might as well also go, since you guys are locked up on offensive line, I'm going to go back to the skill position. A lot of good guys left. Uh, a lot of really good football players left, I think, in the skill spots. Uh, let me look at here. I got Gilbert at running back, K.J. Osborne at receiver. I got Slots and Jalen McClessy and Justice Shelton Mosley. Uh, I'm going to go with J.J. Wilson. No! <laughs> <laughs> it, was it, it was either him or another big receiver. I'm going J.J. Wilson. Oh. Arizona State transfer heading to Auburn. I think he's going to be a really – I think he'll be a for instance, starter at Auburn doing some a lot of that H-back, tight end, you know, sniffer back type of stuff that – Yes, that which Gus is exactly why I wanted. <laughs> um, and a guy that played linebacker at US, at Arizona State, played tight ends. I think he's he's going to be a nice, nice versatile guy in my offense. Uh, always feel good when you make the other guy groan. So give me J.J. Wilson. Ooh, man. Tom, just dealing with heartbreak here. This has been a rough day for Tom. A lot of, a lot of close calls. Um, I guess for my tight end, then I'm, I'll take. <laughs> Wait, I mean, I should sound excited. I don't want the kid to come in knowing you in second choice. <laughs> I'm going to take Kyle Penniston from Wisconsin. Oh, Pen 15 Town. Yeah. It's, he's going to be, you know, the, the fans will have fun with his name. Yes, they will. They will. They will. He's good, right? I mean, he's. I don't know how much he's going to be as a receiver for me, but he's going to be. I'm going to. I want to utilize a, a tight end who can block a little bit, maybe play some H back, like you know, fullback stuff. So six four two forty coming out of California, like the. I I would give him. I when I was doing my scouting, I gave him the same kind of a similar uh, mark to what we were talking about with Miami, where like if if you're a pass catcher for Wisconsin you might be able to put up better statistics with another quarterback. Yeah. True. Possible. Um, okay, so it's back to me on the turn. And we really, uh, you know, what do we hear all the time from Clemson? That it's, it's the family atmosphere that really leads to success. And so with my privileged position here on the corner, I'm going to address both the defensive backfield and the wide receiver position with family. We're going to go Nate Craig Myers at wide receiver and Javon Myers at cornerback. And we're just going to we're going to be able to make it really easy on the family. You don't have to split up, but you know, we don't know where Javon's going to go. I think Nate Craig Myers already committed to Colorado State. You don't have to worry about that here in our fictional league because the whole family can just come and uh, watch the fire up chips as uh, as as I get those two going. You know, they're going to make each other better in practice, one on one. So Nate Craig Myers, Javon Myers, welcome to the squad. Nate Craig Myers was Javon Myers was sort of the throw-in guy in the recruiting process for Nate Craig Myers, who was a really highly rated kid. Busted a little bit at Auburn again. That's not a program that's necessarily crushed it at receiver, um, but he's sort of a big. He's almost like an H back himself. So you got a you got a you got a bunch of receivers that could win a street fight. I'll say that much. I don't know Juan about Johnson, catching balls. Nate Craig Myers and Luke Ford. Yeah. Um, and then I think Javon is. He's, he'll, he'll be a starter probably for a group of five team too. So, all right, I'm with you. Tom? Well, I'm going to take 
Do I want to take my DT or do I want to take my QB? I'm going to take my DT first. You're saving him for last? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am taking the defensive tackle. He's a big boy. I'm getting him to plug up the middle from BYU. 6'3", 340 pounds, Tavita Munga. Love it. Never go wrong picking a poly for the defensive line. Uh, I, 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 yeah, you don't have to do a lot of research to know those guys have had some success. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just a big boy who I'm going to say, you take up these two gaps and just shut them down. These are yours. Nobody gets through them. And he's going to do as I tell him. <laughs> <laughs> the taskmaster. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Fernelli. Uh, <laughs> Um, all right, let's see. So back to me, I got to fill out my offensive line. I got a center, I got a guard, I got an offensive tackle. I'm going to get my left tackle now. Um, look, Florida State's counting on him, so I'm going to count on him. Ryan Roberts, mm. former offensive tackle for Northern Illinois, uh, played against Florida State and held Brian Burns at bay. That's got the Florida State folks fired up. So I will, I'll take that and, uh, and, 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 and hang my hat on that as well. Uh, let's see elsewhere. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm, I'm going to go RJ Proctor who was, is transferring out of Virginia. He has been a starter for them, um, has had some success just needs a fresh start somewhere. Just needs needs a, needs a fresh start. I'm gonna give it to him. R.J. Proctor is gonna be my interior guy. Uh, feel pretty good about how this offensive line shook shake, shook out. Props to you for shining a light on one of the few Willie Taggart wins in 2018. Yeah, there you go. There's <laughs> only about a handful of them, but yeah, I was like Northern Illinois. Didn't they play in the Orange Bowl? Oh no, that's right. That was one of uh, that was one of Florida State's wins this year. But yeah. yeah. All right. So you done? You in the books? I'm in the books. All right. I'm just I'm, I'm sitting in the clubhouse. See what you guys pull out. Tom? With the very last pick of my in the draft, I'm going to take the Prince of Dorn quarterback, Tate Martell. Mm. Wow. I was, this, this was fascinating who you're going to go with last. You like Tate, I, huh? He, you know, he does not have the ideal size that I was looking for, but he's got a lot of everything else. He's got the uh, the moxie, the chutzpah, <laughs> the the intangibles, the pocket presence, and you know, he's he's got from the scouting reports I've all read out of. He's got a good arm. He's got an accurate arm. He's got good footwork. You know, obviously he can move in and out of the pocket. He can run if he has to. You know. I I don't know how many design runs I'm going to be calling for him, but you know, when things break down, if he's got to improvise, I, I don't mind having that. I just, you know, I, I think that with the very last pick of mine in the draft to be able to get the number three QB on the board and the number 10 player in your top 50, it's pretty decent value. Can, can I just say who I was, I was praying you were going to pick who I thought you might be leaning towards who I thought would be a perfect field general for your team was Mac quarterback Riley Neal out of Ball State heading to Vanderbilt. It just, yeah. uh, it just felt like a Tom Fernelli quarterback, but you know what? He, he was on the board, but I'm going with the upside here. All right. All right. It's fair. 
I mean, I know I know that the way I built my team is somewhat conservative, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be conservative. <laughs> all right. I guess, I guess I'll follow you there. Uh, all right, Chip. You got a DB in mind? Yeah, I do. I'm a, a little bit concerned, and I'm not going to call this person Mr. Irrelevant because I want to make sure that he knows that he is relevant. After all, uh, after two games, two games into the 2018 season, uh, he walked away from football. Didn't just say he was transferring. He said, "I'm out. Like I'm, I'm just. Uh, I, I need to, you know, get closer to my family. I need to spend some time." He's a he's a prospect that was a four star according to the twenty four seven Sports composite coming out of Dallas. He's in the transfer portal. He officially announced his uh, decision to transfer in December. So I, what I'm getting is a player that you know. We, we are going to – you can't treat every player the same, and this is a player that I want to make sure that this is going to be a spot for him uh, to make his presence known to college football. So is it and, – and as I maybe mispronounce his name, is it Chevin Calloway or Kevin Calloway? I think it's Chevin. Chevin. Yeah. So, yeah, Chevin Calloway, former Arkansas uh, defensive back, rounds out my roster and never – you know, not necessarily a player who uh, really stuck – with the hogs, but I think given another chance, he could end up capitalizing on that uh, that blue chip rating coming out of high school. All right, why don't, why don't we each pitch our team, go through our roster, make one last pitch, uh, and then we'll let the people decide whose whose team is best. Okay, chip. you for right, me first. I'll, I'll go. For, you want me to go first? Yeah. All right, here we go. So I got Jalen Hurts uh, at my quarterback, one of the best in the country. Uh, distributor, but also could run. James Gilbert is my running back. A uh, little, little sawed-off, bowling ball kind of athletic guy who's had a lot of success. I think one of the best in the transfer market. K.J. Osborne, future NFL receiver. Jalen McCleskey, future NFL receiver. Justin Shelton Mosley, uh, do-everything, all-purpose guy. J.J. Wilson is a great uh, do-everything do kind of versatile um, move tight end. Uh, offensive line, I got two guys that are going to be starting at big-time programs with tackles, Parker Braun and Ryan Roberts. Brock Hoffman's moving up to probably start somewhere in ACC at center. Ryan Alexander and R.J. Proctor, both guys that have had a lot of success at guard in the past. And then defensively, I've got Trayvon Hill and Addison Gums. Or, sorry, i got Trayvon Hill, um, uh, Zach Abercrombie, and Jacozzi and Naruka. I'll man the defensive line with my edge rushers as Addison Gums and Darian Beavers. Uh, Manny Bowen, Keandre Jones are my are my inside linebackers. I think two of the most talented out there. And then with a bunch of just rough around the edges guys, I got Jordan Hayes as my my field general in the secondary, along with really ultra talented players. This is really this is, these guys are really talented. Keely Ross, Bennett Williams, and Cameron. Watkins so I, I look I kind of feel like I'm gonna like run you guys under the table I feel pretty good about my group I think you almost just uh just broke explicit content right there you were so excited <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> it's all right we can always put in bleeps later Tom pitch your team well unlike these two these these pretty boys these prima donnas these divas who focused on their skill positions to got the sexy names that you might recognize. I drafted a team with from the inside out first. So my offensive line is also filled with guys who will be starting at power five programs, as is my defensive line. And good luck 
getting them out of the way or getting past them. It's a good thing that you both got mobile quarterbacks because they're going to be running for their lives behind your offensive lines going against my defensive line and my outside linebackers and Jalen Phillips and Oluwale Batiku who can get after it. Big, strong athletes. A defensive line of Aubrey Solomon, Tavita Mungus, Jameek Blackshear. Good luck moving them out of the way. My interior linebackers of Avery Roberts and Patrick Macon. Guys with good size but good speed who can flow to the ball and help stop the run after the D-line has plugged those gaps. My secondary, Nick Harvey and Marcus Lewis give me good size and cover skills at the corner. Safeties, Bubba Bolden and D'Angelo Gibbs, two very talented guys who can both cover and come up to support against the run. The offensive line, I've got Larry Boyd and Tio Lacusa at tackle, very big, strong guys. i got Richie Pettibo, Nathan Eldridge, and Jake Grant on the interior of that line, the guys who can move and get out in front of you and block when pulling on the run. I've got Tate Martell at quarterback, who is a top recruit, who is, you know, going to be starting at Miami in all likelihood, who is very talented, has a strong arm, can run as well. I've got Tyson Williams, a bruiser at running back, who has had success in the SEC against SEC defenses. And at receiver, I've got two big, talented targets in George Campbell and Lawrence Cager. And underneath, out of the slot, i got Trevon Sidney, who can take care of the area underneath while my two big guys are stretching the field vertically. So good luck dealing with this team, folks. Well, the fire-up chips are all, all based around Justin Fields. The, the style of offense, what we were looking for, and that's why uh, – all of your defenders are just going to have uh, their eyes flying all over the field with the window dressing that we're going to trot out there. All of these big bodies and the combinations of, of Asa Martin and Justin Fields in the backfield, but then we've got you know Tabari Hines coming in on the fly sweep. You've always got to worry about the one-on-one matchups that you might get against Jawan Johnson and Nate Craig Myers and Luke Ford. We've just got so many different ways uh, to attack you and identify the matchups that we're going to get. That, you know, maybe some of our, we got Jonah Jackson, Drew Richmond, Michael Elatis leading the way up front. But yeah, we've got some weaknesses. TJ McCoy is not the best center in the, in college football, but he could do enough for us in this moment. And it's, it's mostly a shotgun offense on the defensive side. We feel really good about where we are up front. And that's going to be important for getting third down and red zone stops. Darian Daniels, Miles Fox, Jontavious Johnson, really as the anchors up front, Levi Jones, Jonathan Greenard uh, at the second level, Harrison Hand's going to have to be a lockdown. Uh, he's the, without a doubt my best defensive back, defensive back leading the way over Christian Wallace, Shevin Calloway, and Javon Myers uh, for the most part, at least with those last two. You know, very much unproven talents. But if we can get some stellar play out of hand and be rock solid up front on third down in the red zone, we're going to be in some high scoring games. But I just don't think anyone's going to stop us with uh, Justin Fields leading the way. Man, if anybody held on till the end of this podcast. I can't wait to hear what they think, who they think is going to win this thing. I mean, we've, we, we want, yes, we want not only all the regular feedback that we love and appreciate and enjoy interacting with, but we just want to straight up here. Who's, whose team is better? I mean, Tom, <laughs> you've, team. you've got the Twitter polls on lock, so we'll probably have a Twitter poll about it at some point. So My team is better. Tom's not team only is will better. my team win the game, but we will win the fight afterward. I don't know. My team can fight. Uh, you know, you got the, you, your team's just a bunch of heavyweights, Chip. But let's be honest; like, I feel like half my defense was suspended. <laughs> yeah, you've got you've got like, legitimate. You don't, uh, you don't want to mess with my dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, this is this has been very very yeah, fun. But with 
with your lax drug testing policy, will they even be wanting to fight while they're all stoned all the time? It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> they're gonna be like, nah, man, I don't care. It's whatever. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to tell them. Look, this is a week for uppers. You know, uppers only. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the institutionally encouraged uh, yeah, right. <laughs> spike spike their spike their uh, workout shakes. Every yeah, everyone's uh, everyone's getting uh, extra Osterine inside their shakes this week. Uh, yeah. uh, man, good stuff. Uh, yes, please let us know what you think. This has been a lot of fun, and we hope that you've enjoyed it too. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Tom Fernelli. You can follow him at Barton Simmons. You can follow me at Chip underscore Patterson. Please uh, go and subscribe, review, and rate the Cover 3 podcast on iTunes and uh, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever else you get it because those are those are great for us as we continue to, to try and uh, give you that five-star content here on the Cover 3 Podcast. Tom Barton, thank you very much. Thank you.